after don't even the last 20 minutes <laughs> welcome back to 2024 <laughs> i'm andrew mayorana i'm joined by harley constable this is we've had a rough fucking from the spot episode 27 <laughs> we've had a rough hour and a half trying to get I all this spent shit an working. hour trying to get my fucking laptop to record wouldn't recognize a microphone it's just ring rust mate we haven't been here for a couple of weeks Fuck. We're just rusty. Then we just spat 20 minutes of quality content out. <laughs> and it turns out it wasn't even recording. So we're fuck. I'm ropeable. So we're Harley's back at mint. it. We're back at it. That's all right. We've had our uh, we've had our little scuffle with the technology and we're we're ready to rock and roll. Is it because I'm 30 this year? Probably. Has it, has it started to kick in? Has the Alzheimer's. The Alzheimer's. Dementia or whatever. It is. Yeah. Probably. Technology illiterate now. <laughs> Has no idea. I'm looking at a monitor right now, but I don't know what this is. These aren't smoke signals. Anyway, how's everyone doing? How are you doing? I hope everyone, all of our supporters, followers, friends, family, everyone had a great break. We missed plenty of uh, action that we would have normally spoken about on the podcast due to a couple of weeks off. So, one just missed today, a good twenty we minutes of it as well. Twenty minutes just gone that we didn't record as well. So, one thing that's very sad news that just come through today is uh, friends Beckenbauer actually has passed away. One of the greats of of the game. Uh, I'm sure there'll be tributes pouring out everywhere across, um, you know, multiple leagues and and things of that nature. To I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, tribute very his sad. life because he was a great German great and one of probably one of the best. You know, he's probably in the top ten to twenty players of all time. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd think in most people's lists. So definitely, um, definitely, very sad news in terms of that. Other than that, um, today's episode we might split it up. I reckon we'll do a couple. Do segments. a couple. Yeah, a do a couple seats. segments, but. We're just going to be touching on some some FA Cup results and and the upcoming draw as well. Obviously, go over a little bit of the Premier League results, but we've got about three weeks there, so we'll just focus on the main main stories. Most people don't want to listen to us ping out scores from three scores, weeks. Yeah. Um, and just a couple of talking points before we jump into it. Uh, I mm-hmm. think you wanted to speak about. Well, we did speak. We about, did speak about it. So let's re-speak. We'll just recap. Uh, Gigi we Buffon. Yeah. Uh, Brought up a good point about um, long shots. Uh, now, he was complaining that, you know, 30 years ago, for every 50 shots, you'd see 10 goals in. Now it's gone long down. Shots. Long shots. Yep. These are long scoring shots. Um, now you're looking at about three from 50. Yeah. So 20% versus 6 Six, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's And his recommendation was? Make the, the goals bigger. Yeah. But that's – I don't think it's feasible. Look, I think in theory, in theory, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But as we see in many aspects of life, sometimes theory doesn't always translate well to reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, look, it would be a good idea. But to put that in place, as we said, it's it would take so much – Infrastructure change, mm-hmm. um, you know, from top to bottom, as we were discussing, it'd be it'd have to be 
from very top to very bottom, you'd have to change the whole lot for that to work. Yeah, and you were saying before that you could try it out in the bigger leagues off the bat to see if it worked, like the Super League that they're trying to get in or whatever it was. Um, but uh, I retorted mm. with with, and the, then I agreed as well. Yeah, and you agreed. I uh, with the it'd have to start at home mm. level clubs. grassroots, grassroots, because clubs. then otherwise you you would have, I guess what you call a break in yep. that um, in that skill level and, mm-hmm. and the expectation, I guess. Yeah. So when, when people are coming up through the ranks, training on one size goal and then moving and into... playing in a mm. goal that's a meter or half a meter wider each mm. side, it'd fucking it'd throw you. It's only half a meter, but that's all the ball needs to go in. Yeah. So... So interesting, interesting theory, GG. But I, I don't retired, think people mate, should shut be, up. <laughs> I don't think sh- people should be, I guess, um, punished as well. Yeah, for being good goalkeepers, like being really good. Like the standards lifted, obviously, since then of goalkeeping and goalkeeping coaches. Mm-hmm. The whole and the, that's the how the game's going. It, yeah. The technical side of the game has been traveling upwards yep. the, the whole time. It so used to be you'd stick a bloke in the goals. Hopefully, it stops some balls coming in. Now it's a complete, like your keeper is almost key to your team doing well. Mm. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So um, definitely yeah. change, but good, good idea. Yeah, good idea. Just probably maybe not. Feasible. not. Maybe yeah. not. Only other thing before we jump to the FA Cup stuff: um, the Man United takeover mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. finally being agreed upon with the Glazers and Ineos Group for a twenty-five percent stake. That gives Ineos Group complete creative control of the footballing department. So that's transfers, um, coaching staff, coaches, all of that, uh, training facilities. So obviously that was including, I think it was about 300 million, whether it's pounds or dollars, US dollars, um, one of the two in terms of investment into facilities, Mm. whether it's Carrington, whether it's, you know, whatever else. Um, Old Trafford renovations, things like that. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's going to have a good impact on on what's there or do you think, you know, there's other issues that are causing most of the problems at Man United over the last 12, 13 years? Money is always going to be a benefit in today's football. Mm -hmm. Hands down, we've seen that with the likes of City. We've seen that with the likes of... Newcastle starting to get some funding in, like they're doing well. Um, all the Saudi league clubs, big money, bring in big players. It's going to have a an impact no matter what. The concerns with United at the moment, and we spoke about it before, is Ten Hag's come in, reset expectations. Attempted to at least. Uh, uh, attempted sorry, to. Attempted to at the very least. Yep. Uh, I think he's done it. He's definitely done it on a, a coach job. and player yep. level. Yeah. And everyone and in the club, that too. he's like, shown it. He's Sancho's kicked Ronaldo out. Kicked Sancho, Sancho yeah. sounds like he's on the way out. Yeah. Um, I think he's definitely sort of put that foot down and said, "All right, this is this is where we're at. If you're yep. not at that, piss off, fuck off." He he's literally set the standard, and I think with Ratcliffe coming in, um, I think you'll see that standard kind of reset across the board mm-hmm. internally. If it does, fucking Mickey Mouse, United will be a top four club again. Hands down. Obviously, bring in a striker or two so he can actually score a goal. But um, I think it's going to be beneficial for the club, like you said earlier. 
you've gone through eight coaches in fucking seven minutes. So yeah, how many coaches can be the issue before it's something else? Before it's something else. So I think yeah, I think the reset just needs to sort of travel from the coaching down Mm -hmm. to the next stage of okay, you know, executive level down. Refresh of it's not a small business. No refresh yep. of the the way that the whole place is run because it just seems like it's so behind yep. all the elite clubs nowadays. Whether it's infrastructure, whether it's how they operate in terms of transfers, all the above. Yeah, um, <laughs> so many elite clubs nowadays have a really good structure from the top down, and they're all on the same page too. Whereas it seems like United is. Has been just falling behind. Seemed like Fergie was doing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he was had his finger in all these pies in recruitment and uh, you know and it was the literally puppet academy master. and the coaching. Uh, he was just doing everything, and then as soon as he's gone, the whole club's gone. Oh fuck! Crashed. Yeah, this he's bloke was, he was literally doing everything. He was the puppet master. He was so, walking that club. And I don't think it's realistic. First of all to expect anyone else to do that, be able to do that. And even if they were, I don't think nowadays you'd be able to do that because of how the game has changed and how, you know, uh, social media has has changed the relationship between players and, and clubs and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think you need that, that structure to fall back on when things aren't working well, which United just simply doesn't have. So in my opinion, it's got to be better than anything. Like uh, better than nothing. Yeah, it's not ideal, obviously, because the Glazers are still involved, but <laughs> they're not involved in decisions that affect the footballing side of it now. Side of it, which is a bit that's weird. that's huge. I think that is, yeah, like you said, it's going to be huge. At the end of the day, it's a win-win. Yep. The Glazers bring more money into the club, yep. so all the shareholders get more money, right? They get dividends or whatever. Mm-hmm. It takes the responsibility out of their hands for the results that are on the pitch and puts it on them. Yeah. So it's for, they've still got 75% or what it, well they don't own 75% but they own the majority share still. Yeah. Um but it's yeah, they get more money, responsibility is less for them and then if it goes forward that means, you know, if they're successful then they make more money out of it and maybe the club is worth more to sell on to Ineos after that point. So yeah. I I think it's a win-win for just about everyone. Yes, I still would have rather a full sale, whether it was Qatari or anyone else, but <laughs> I just don't think that was ever going to happen. Yeah. And the Glazers are fucking useless at I, I think they'll hold organizing anything. as long as they can. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we'll, uh, we'll jump, jump into in. the FA Cup, hey? The FA Let's <laughs> talk some actual results. Big results. Anything surprising for you? Uh, probably the goal, the goal, Bamford's goal, Bamford's goal from Leeds United goal, maybe second in the Puskas award so far. Literally. It's funny. (laughs) We were just talking about Gigi's, uh, comments on long shot goals and then boom. (laughs) And then Bamford. Fuck fuck your comments. (laughs) Wolf on. Smacks one in. (laughs) Actually a cracker goal. Um, quite impressed with it. Tottenham kind of scraping past the Burnley win. I think the uh, was it Tyneside Derby, Sunderland and New- Newcastle. <laughs> they don't get to play each other very often anymore. So. Not anymore. Uh, but it's I mean, it's Newcastle different. Smashed them, mate. It's different level nowadays. <laughs> you can't really say that Newcastle and Sunderland are rivals anymore. You've got 
what is it, Championship Sunderland mm-hmm. and Newcastle, who've just had fucking four hundred and something million pounds put into the club Dumped in into two seasons. So <laughs> I don't think you can really compare them anymore. But um, West, Coventry oh, yeah. scoring six goals that's that's a good effort. Um, Not bad. I don't think there were really any upsets though. Yeah, West Ham drawing with Bristol. Yeah, 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 but it's a draw, so it's replayed. Still not good. Yeah, it's uh, not ideal. Um, Aston Villa just scraping by over mm-hmm. Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. I and- thought Sheffield United, you could consider that an upset. 4 0 to Gillingham. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gillingham. Know. We're yeah. selling them short. <laughs> I don't know what's happened there, but Sheffield United to score four goals. I don't know. Yeah. Something's happened. There's got to be something wrong because. Uh, Mate, they're probably the worst side I've ever seen in the Premier League. <laughs> uh, Forrest drew with Blackpool, bit of an upset, and Luton drew nil all with Bolton. So, kind of a feeler Luton. into the Luton. bottom bottom three of the Prem. Looks um, like they're getting relegated if they can't beat League oh, One slash oh, yeah. Champions. I mean, so the only other clubs. Big, big result there is City easily putting five past Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Um, and uh, Liverpool actually, we Liverpool got up Arsenal. over Arsenal. I think we were really a bit lucky. deserved that. No, uh, I think you deserved that. It was a bit lucky with the own goal, but you guys are just clinical compared to Arsenal. Are their own worst enemy in the last yeah. last four Shambolic. weeks. Arsenal have just shot themselves in the foot time after time after time because they can't mm-hmm. put a score on the board. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how much of the fucking ball you've got, you can't. Yes, you can fall back on that sometimes, but if it keeps happening where you, you're going, oh, we had all this possession and we created all these chances, if they're not going in the net, who gives a fuck? Mate, and it to be honest, they should have scored. They should have scored because Gomez, absolute fucking that, that, howler in the back. The, uh, the handoff where he just like, yeah. he's, he's just like, uh, uh, just the, the standard Gomez, stroke, that's mate. what he does though. He's good uh, at he, them. It's just a brain fade. It's just the, the it's not a second. brain fade though because it's consistent. Yeah, but it is because he's out good. of ten times, mate. He's good most of the time, and then he just has these stupid fuck. Like he's had a pretty good month, to be honest. I don't see team. it because every for every good thing he does, he does four or five bad things. Mm. So I don't understand where everyone's like, oh, very underrated Gomez. He's done a lot. <laughs> I'm just like, mate, if Saka and whoever else. Is up the front of Arsenal. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing. Who oh, Havertz was playing Havertz, up top. Havertz should have scored. Yep, but that's Havertz. That's, that's Havertz. what he's always been like. We should have been down 2-0 halftime. You're right. But we Come back in the second the, half. Yeah, we scraped past that one. So yeah. but Gomez flop. At the end Still of the day, like you've got to be clinical, <laughs> especially in cup games. Yeah. Cup games, you can't get by on a, on a nil-nil. Or, and you know. to be fair, no Salah. He's offered AFCON. We had Endo, no Van Dyke. Uh, no Van Dyke. Uh, Endo's at Asian Cup. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We scraped by. Arsenal and probably should have buried us. The other one, one really big result that I thought was <laughs> probably the only upset of the, the whole round was Man United beating Wigan <laughs> 2-0. Somehow we Who managed to score goals? two goals. Uh, Bruno Fernandes scored penalty that he earned himself. Mm-hmm. And Diogo Dallo actually scored a nice goal from outside the box. I think I saw that, actually. little curl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, not nice not finish. Bad. He does like getting in and around the outside of the box and just putting, killing them in the corner. So, good on him. Boot to leather, good on him. Um, nah, well fourth done. round draw. Anything that stands out to you? 
I think there was there was a couple good. Um, what was it? Uh, Tottenham versus Manchester City is a big one mm-hmm. for fourth round. So you're going to lose a big scalp in that one. Chelsea Villa. That's Chelsea a and Villa. That will be a game. good game, I think. Um, Fulham versus Newcastle will be interesting. I think. I think so too. I reckon you're probably that. That'd be really good if Fulham got through. Actually, that. I wouldn't mind watching that Blackburn Wrexham. Game but just because it's Wrexham. It's Wrexham. Yeah, I hope. Watford well. Southampton will probably be all right too, to be honest. So not a bad little draw. I'm but really happy with United's draw, just for the where, record. Where, where are you? Boys? We're either playing Newport County from oh, I think fuck. League Two or Eastleigh, which are National League. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking about oh they play they play Wigan Athletic. Well, we're taking a step down next round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, we're getting Norwich or Bristol Rovers. So. Mind you, that's like Norwich is a big step up from. National League, yeah. To be honest, yeah, it is the biggest yo-yo team in history. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, round four. Oh, Sheffield United and Brighton, Premier League again. Premier, Sheffield sucks though. Brighton should put two or three past them, but you never know. It's Premier League clubs. But yeah, so looking like a good fourth round draw. Mm-hmm. Definitely some some games to look out for. Still a lot of results that need to be ironed out in the next round of uh, the third round mm-hmm. for any of those draws that came through for the replays. So, obviously, lots of results to come there. Yep. But we might just go into a break after this one. After Sounds good to me. Yeah. Have a little bit of a chit-chat and then jump into a bit of a look back into the Premier League, I guess. Yeah. And a little bit of a rating of some goalkeepers in the Premier League. Um, Some interesting scores here, I think. Yeah. So we'll see you soon, guys. We're back. Drum and bass. We recording up in this bitch. You ready? Let's get filthy. Oh, Shabada. Wagwan. Wagwan Bamba Club. All right, we're back from our, <laughs> our break where we were listening to some um, UK drum and bass. <laughs> Uh, all right, so how about we have a quick look at the difference in the tables from pre-Christmas Crimth. until now because there's quite a few big changes that have gone on there, especially bit. notably Arsenal went into Christmas in first position like they did last season. And it wasn't even now. I think by the time that the week of Christmas finished, they were fourth. Crimth. And I mean, we've everyone's been ragging on City at how bad they've been doing, but they're right there in the thick of the fold again because everyone else seems to be just dropping the ball. Is that what you say? Arsenal, Liverpool have had their chances to go well ahead and have both sort of hit hurdles at, at some point. Mm. I think City City's dangerous now. Everyone kind of kept it calm and cool and where the, where it had to be. Um, they're only two points from top and they're a game, but well, sorry, 
They're five points from top, but they're a game behind. Yeah, they've got one game in hand so, against... Or is it Bournemouth? I think it's Bournemouth. So there's three points. <laughs> um, Possibly, yeah. That'll put them... That'll jump them straight up into second. And then it's title race back on. Mm. Arsenal, flops. What do they got? They got one win from five of the last five. And there's a draw in there. Yep. I think lots of movement. Tottenham kind of just hanging in fifth. They haven't moved. Yeah. Man United and Newcastle have had a bit of a slide since yep. since Christmas, had some bad results. Yep. Uh, Funny to see Brighton still hanging in there, though, because they put in some performances where you're like, how are you a top 10 club? Mm, yep. <laughs> but they're, 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 they're up there. Mm. Now, we spoke about it earlier in the season. Villa. Are they going to be consistent? Are they going to hold hold out? They're sitting second. Yeah. They're they have had happy. a bit of a shaky period where it was like they were on the roll and then... They drew, then they lost. United had that big comeback, which was over that mm-hmm. period as well, which was... That was a great... I think that, that game sort of went, okay, well, Ten Hag has that dressing room. Yep. If they're willing, like, to go 2-0 down against a top four team that's been very, very good this season, uh, and they came out and really, really put the foot down mm-hmm. and had a crack, I think that sort of proved that the dressing room is with him. So I think that sort of played into his hands, but he seems to be doing that a lot as well. Yep. Ten Hag just getting results that are like, okay, well, the pressure's off for a couple of weeks. Yep. And then the pressure comes back, and then a result like that comes, and then you're back at square one again. So, uh, but yeah, so Aston Villa have been sort of hovering around. Liverpool looking good up up on top there. Uh, Be a very interesting few weeks while we've got AFCON and Asian Cup and everything mm-hmm. going. I was looking, I actually did see a list of who was missing the most players actually in that, in that AFCON tournament. I think City didn't have anyone. Yep, that was missing it from uh, for Afcon, but there were definitely some teams that are missing more. Uh, I think it might have been Nottingham Forest were missing like five or six players. Jesus! So they're going to go from fifteenth to <laughs> oh, they're going to take 19th. Luton Town spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's still the the season's still panning out how we were speaking about it prior to Christmas, where. I think Luton Town is probably the only team that has a chance of not not ending up in that bottom three out yeah. of those bottom three. I think Burnley, you can sign them off. Yeah, Sheffield, you can sign, sign them off. off. Uh, just with the goals conceded, they're just conceding too many. So. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, look if and speaking about that, if you look at the next highest couple for conceding goals, you've got Nottingham with eleven. And You're talking about with, goal differences? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You've got with, it, with negative one, 11 and Luton with negative 14. So if anyone's going to drop down, it'll be Forrest. Yeah, who we got? So Sheffield United, 40, 49 goals conceded. Uh, Burnley, 41. What do we got? Nottingham Forest, 35. So they're not far off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everton's, Everton's <coughs> you know, realistically they're sitting in 12 mm. or so. Actually, good good point with that goals conceded as well is when we were speaking about how I said to you about someone was hanging shit on Man United's defense mm. as being the issue 
for their goal difference woes this year. They're minus five goal difference, even though eighth on the table. Yeah. But if you look at the goals conceded by Man United for the season, 27, that's uh, two less than Tottenham. Mm. Uh, where we got two less than Newcastle, uh, four less than Chelsea. You're on par with Villa. Yep. So we're not really that far away from the pack. Mm. You just can't score. It's the goals. Yeah. Goals for 22 goals for Man United, 39 for Newcastle, 34 Chelsea, Brighton 38, West Ham 33, mm. Tottenham 42. Like we're so far away from that pack. I think it's incredible that we're actually sitting eighth. Yep. With that amount of goals scored. Yep. I mean, who's scored more than us? Uh, Luton Town has scored more goals <laughs> than Manchester United this season. The only no. two that haven't is Burnley and Sheffield United. Oh. Naughty. Mm. You I tell me, Luton. oh, the defense is the issue. <laughs> the defenders. Can't fucking score, mate. Fuck me. Mind you, that defense has not been full strength the entire season either. So, like, the fucking attack is the issue. Mm-hmm. I but, think back onto the oh, – we were talking AFCON, weren't we? Mm-hmm. 31 players across the league. Yep. Obviously, Salo's huge for you guys. You've got, like I was saying when I was watching – what game was it? It was one of the games over the Christmas period, I think, where Salah just did everything. Yeah. For you guys. Yep. Like you... This is what I mean. We scrape by against Arsenal because Salah usually does a lot. What game was it? I'll but just find this. You have a little bit of a... looking. Yeah, looking at players going missing. You've got Anana for Cameroon. You've got Bournemouth's going to lose Semenyo, which is kind of huge. Uh, Crystal Palace is going to lose Ayu. <laughs> what else do we have? We've got... Uh... That's probably about it, really. Burnley live a Burnley game. Basuma, he's going to go. Yeah, uh, a couple of the Traore he's a big out for yeah. Tottenham. Basuma, um, Morocco is going to steal a couple. So West Ham and obviously Amrabat from you boys. Mm. Onyeka, Iwobi is going to be a huge loss for Fulham. Same with Bassi, I think it is. Yeah, plenty of uh, plenty. Of talent Jackson. missing. Yep. It's it's a shame that they can't work it out with, say, the Euros and things like that where everyone misses and they can just work the games around it because yep. it sort of makes you, makes clubs sit there and go, well, you know, are we willing to have, say, our best player be from Africa? Mm. Because what is it every four years that they have that? Or is it every two years? Either way. Every however every long, year, isn't it? I don't know. Every however long, they miss out on fucking eight games. Yeah, like it's pretty crazy when you think about it, because they don't miss out those games if you play in Europe, if you're born in Europe, or if you're born in, you know, uh, I think the Asian one they do though, don't mm-hmm. they? They miss it. So yeah, but back to Salah. Every the, two years, by the way. Okay, every two years. The Liverpool, I think it might have been the Newcastle game, Liverpool-Newcastle, which was a cracking game. But it just seemed like everything, everything that got created was through Salah. Mm. Was that the last game that he played for you guys? I think it was. Yeah, it was. And it just seemed like everything was created through him, whether it was an assist or whether it was a goal or whether it was 
creating a good chance. Everything went through him. I just went, where's that going to come from? Mm-hmm. Look, Jota, huge. He, he makes a huge difference. He's helped heaps. The with- fact that he's back fit now as well will make a big difference. I think he's your most clinical player behind Mo Salah, mm. as it stands. I mean, you've got Darwin Nunez, which who creates heaps of chances for himself, but can't do it for finish it. Mm. You know, he gets there, gets in the right spot. His movement's good. His movement's very good. Not Bobby-like, but close. Very, very quick. Um, knows how to get on the back of defenders and confuse him. But, yeah. I just, I mean, even Luis Diaz has under underwhelmed this mm-hmm. season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't been anywhere Although, near he was before his injury. He had a big impact on the Arsenal game. Yep, he So did. He, he was very influential, kind he of had found to. his form again. Yeah, so, definitely yeah. had to because he'd been poor for quite a while. He's He's been scared since mm. that injury yeah. and you can see. Mm. You can see that he's very concerned about he, yeah, doesn't want to put it in again. a hard hard yards because he knows if he does it again, he's out for 12 months. Yep. So, yeah, AFCON's going to really Shake throw a up. spanner in the works for the top of the league. I don't see us holding on to top without Salah, without Salah to be completely honest. Fair. Unless Diaz finds some fucking form and if Elise signing is true. Who's this for? Us. So rumours are... We're going to poach Elise. Yeah, I saw I've something seen, about Man United for that as well. Yeah, so it could be it could be anyone, but they reckon we're going to put in a twenty-seven odd million. I don't know. Nah, oh, well, didn't he just sign an extension? He signed an extension, so the the release clause was going to be triggered, uh, right? But Palace went here, sign this. So if someone wants. The release clause, they've got to pay an extra 20 mil or 30 yeah. mil. So yeah. he does have a release clause. So say United or Liverpool wanted to go in there, I think it's like 60 million, which, I mean, for him is pretty good. It's not horrible. Yeah. Um, for a Premier League proven proven player. Winger. You're not, yeah, you're not bringing in someone from the German league or the yeah. Spanish league that's like, oh, he's so good. Guess work, yeah. Yeah. So uh, to be honest, I'd be quite happy to pay anywhere between 40 to. Sixty mil for yeah. him. I got told I think it'll be something more, in the in the realm of because uh, they were looking at maybe Wan Bissaka as like swap. a swap and money mm. for Elise. Which Interesting. who knows Defender with Defender for a winger? Yeah, but you look at Roy Hodgson. He's like, right, solid at the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a bloody foul. Fuck I don't foul, think that's a it? fucking foul, is it? <laughs> Fucking Roy Hodgson. What a legend. Fuck. What a legend. How is he not dead? <laughs> <laughs> Ancient. All right. Anyway, so Sorry, the yeah, last, thing, last thing we wanted to have a little bit of a play with Chat about. tonight was, well, first of all, I'll tell you why I wanted to do this. I actually saw why, the Harley? awards for, like, you know, your best awards for the mm. year. And they had Edison as the best goalkeeper award. And I just look at that and I go, what the fucking fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Because apart from his distribution, which is probably the best in the world, right? I think if you put him in any other Premier League team in the top 10, they don't get any better. Mm. 
I agree. Because City concede that little, like so little chances that yep. he's never tested. He's never tested. I mean, if you go back and look at his save percentages across the last few years, it's like between 55 and 60%, which is so far below what it should be mm-hmm. as a good goalkeeper. So, yes, he fits that City team. I, I think you'd still take him over anyone else in that City team because he's, of he's his... He's almost a midfielder in the City team. Because of his footwork. Yep. His work with the ball, but I don't think that makes him a great goalkeeper. I don't think that makes him the best goalkeeper. I think that makes him a good midfielder that sometimes has to save the save ball. Save the goal. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, he's Olivier Giroud. Mm. Yeah. So on that, I thought we, we could go through the Premier League goalkeepers who are supposedly starters. Mm-hmm. Some of them haven't played a lot this year, but are the number one goalkeepers mm-hmm. and rating them on their distribution skills and shot stopping skills from elite all the way down to poor. So we've got elite, oh, sorry, world class all the way down to poor. We've got world class, elite, good, average, and poor, mm-hmm. and giving them an average weighted rating um, across those two. We may chuck these up on social media just to get, I guess. Your opinions, who you think is the best goalkeeper in in the league. Um, but I guess we can just jump straight into it. The first one on our list, which I think is probably going to end up as having the most points out of us two at least. Mm-hmm. Mr. Allison from Liverpool. What have you got him for distribution and shot stopping? I've got him at four for distribution. Mm-hmm. For yep, the so reason he's great with it. And the only thing that lets him down is probably one or two in every 10. Yeah. Is a bit fucking, oh, mm. why'd you do that? Or yep. you've given them the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that puts him, yeah, on four for distribution. Shot stopping, yep, I on agree. the other hand. Shot stopping? Five. I think he was the He's easiest the one to give a five. Yeah, 100%. That was a no-brainer. He's, He's, He's won you points more... Then I would say any other goalkeeper in the league has won points for their down. team in terms Hands of down. winning, winning save, one-on-one saves, all that sort of stuff. There's a few situations <laughs> there where Callagher, if Callagher had been in goals, you would we, 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 we'd be sitting mid-table. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I think Allison for me is probably the best keeper in the league at the moment. Yeah. All right, so we've both given him nine points there, mm-hmm. four, four and five, so we're in agreement on that one. Yep. Next one we have is Mr. Onana from Man United, um, <laughs> equal in leading clean sheets. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his save percentage is just about up there with the best as well for the season. Mm-hmm. Has had struggles in the Champions League, but mm-hmm. for Premier League, I think he's been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll go with mine first. Yep. I've got his just... Distribution, uh, I think he showed in the Champions League last year and to a degree this year he hasn't been used as much in that role because he hasn't been able to. Mm. But I think his distribution is very good. Um, So I've given him a four on distribution Mm. and I've also given him a four on shop stopping. So a total of eight for me. Interesting. I mean, you've got to take into account that he has faced a lot of shots. He has. Yes. Um, I think, what was he? He was leading. Uh, he was 
on par with Allison for clean sheets. That's fine. And his total saves were, I think it was fourth or something, which is pretty crazy when you think about Onana has made 69. So that's only 20 less than Wes Fodderingham from Chef United. He's got Burnt Lano, James Trafford, and Thomas Kaminsky from Luton Town. They're the only ones ahead of Andre Onana in terms of saves made for the season. Um, so, yeah, I, I think in terms of how many he's made and his percentage of shots that he's saved, um, yeah, I, I've given him an eight. What have you given? I reckon his distribution sitting at about a three. Mm-hmm. I've seen him just lots of poor balls up, mm-hmm. lots of half-assed balls to the back line. I've seen more bad than good from him. Mm-hmm. His shot stopping, I think, isn't as isn't as good as you, you say. Yes, he's faced a lot of shots. Yes, he's got clean sheets up there with Allison. But there's been some fucking howlers this season. Whether it's a confidence thing or the fact he doesn't, I don't know, does he lose concentration? Does he get a mm-hmm. bit spooked by the fact he's got 12 different defenders every week? But, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you think it's got, it's got to have some sort of impact. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. For me, I'd probably wouldn't put him in the top five. Mm-hmm. So what's what's that? Uh, you've given him what three, three and three and three, three? so six. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Maybe so, maybe a four with the shot stopping if yeah he has it's a good week. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I'd see him at yeah six. All right. Vicario from Spurs, who's had a pretty good season, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him distribution. I don't think he's on the level of Allison or Onana with that one, so I've given him a three for distribution. I agree. But his shot stopping has been pretty good as mm-hmm. well. Uh, he's, he's sort of, I guess, picked him out of a few pickles yeah. across the season, so I've given him a four on that. So my total is seven on Vicario. What I've gone a little bit. A little bit cheeky, mm-hmm. a little spanner in the works for these these rankings. I agree, he's definitely saved Spurs a few times. His shot stopping is not anywhere fancy. He's just consistent, I think. Consistent is what? That's why I've given him a three and a half. Oh, you've, you're given halves. I'm given halves. <sighs> I've stitched you up. You have. I've given him a half because <laughs> he's consistent. He's not quite a four. But he's not as bad as a three. He's a three five. So six point five. Six and a half for right. Vicario for me. Well, if we were doing halves, we may have well made it ten, eight to, and and so on. But anyway, we should have been clear, but we weren't. So let's just change This the is rules your on the fucking fly. brainchild, yeah. mate. Let's just change the rules on the fly. Turns out whoever <laughs> wins this actually has the least points like golf. That's the new rules. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see. <laughs> Hold on. Does that mean Sanchez is a fucking goat? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, uh, back to the person who we were talking about just before, Edison from mm. Manchester City. Mm-hmm. What have you got? Oh, his distribution is fucking. I think he's the only person on this list that's warranted of a world-class distribution, like yeah. the best you could think of in the top five yeah. of the world or something like that. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I've got him as a five. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've got him as a five. Mm-hmm. His distribution's spot on. Doesn't not hit the target. Mm. I think I, and I, some I, of those long pa- like long passes that he plays are fucking They're fucking incredible. unreal yep. from 
box to box, like pinpoint on the chest, on the shoulder, on the mm-hmm. head, wherever it needs to be, he'll get it there. Um, definitely world class for me. Yep. But he's shot stopping, like we said before. Piss poor. Does a few good ones here and there, but if you were to put him in a one v one v one situation with fucking Jota, uh, Salah, I think if even, you just compare him one v one versus you know Allison or Vicario mm-hmm. or Martinez, who who we'll talk about Pickford, any of those, he is so far behind them yep. in terms of I, I, shot stopping ability. It's not even a comparison. I'd literally opinion. pick Pickford over. Edison to oh, stop a one v one easily, yeah, easily. Which oh, mate, he's a master of it. He's been doing it for years. Yeah, ever to- <laughs> he's had to face a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> and he and fucking stopped him from getting relegated last year. And that's a very funny thing. How Edison has been given goalkeeper of the year. It's got a, it. Obviously, it comes down to the trophies they won. Yeah, but fuck me, if you're putting him on a one v one. It's I'm, not even just one v one. I'm taking I think the bin dip king Pickford. He's average. Average at best in so many areas. Obviously, this is just shot-stopping and distribution. You've still got commanding your area. Yep. You've still got communication with the defenders, rah, rah, whatever else. I think he's average in so many areas yep. that you rate goalkeepers on and elite in a couple. Yeah. So I don't think you can sit there and say he's the best goalkeeper in the world, even though he's won trophies with – that's so much to do with the team rather yep. than just him. I don't think he's – like if you put Allison in City's team from last year, they still win that treble. Oh, 100%. Like, you, you could probably put Vicario or Martinez mm. or even Pickford in that City team. Don't know about Pickford. I, I don't think he's good enough with his feet. That's the thing. You still need that nous with your feet to fit would into you, that Would City you prefer team. Martinez or Pickford? Martinez. I think Martinez delivers the ball a bit better than Pickford, to be honest. Mm. It's very similar, mm. to be honest, with their feet. But Martinez is much better in terms of yeah goalkeeping. No, well. Yeah, I agree there. And commanding his area, yeah. you know, uh, and also sweeping. That's so, one yeah. thing that Edison is actually good at. Is like yeah. sweeping danger. He's yeah. good at that. Martinez is probably a bit better as well. Mm. But anyway, so five for distribution and shot stopping. I'll put him at a three. Three. So yeah. you've got eight there. Eight. Uh, all right, who do we have next? Martinez. Big Dog Martinez. From Aston Villa. Now, my distribution, I've got him, yeah, on a four. Mm-hmm. Can be very good, uh, but can be pretty average as well. Mm-hmm. I think, to be to be completely honest, I think he's overrated. Ooh. Yes, he won the World Cup. Big fucking whoop. Yeah, of course. He's he's been a little bit overrated from that. The World Cup. I think he has kicked on from the World Cup. You've seen he's it in Aston Villa's up. performances. Yep. He's bailed him out a fair few times. Yeah. Um but I've got him I'd, I, stopping. Honestly, I'd probably pick him over Edison. As like to, a total package as a, as a package as yep. a package goalkeeper, because I think he's shot stoppings four, four Elite, and a half. Yeah, I, I've written very, it down as four and a half. Yeah. But He's shot stopping spot on. Mm-hmm. We were speaking about it off if air. We ha- if I had it as halves, mm. I probably would have put him four and a half, but I thought he was better than a four, mm. so I've given him a five in that. Aspect. Really? Yes. 
But like I said, that would probably be where I'd put a four and a half. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? I'm going to do a four and a half. Four and a half, yeah. Seeing as we're so doing both in yeah. agreement at eight, eight, five. Uh, I've got him distribution three, ah, shot yeah. stopping 4.5. Okay. Okay. So 7.5 from me. And oh. what did you have? 8.5. Eight, eight, yeah. Right. So I, this, and this is a question would you pick him or Allison in a 1v1? No, I'd pick Allison. Yeah. Allison's definitely my number one go, for the league. Like, go. Without without question. Yeah. Now, wild card for me, Pickford. Pickford's next on the list. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of potential to be a Martinez. Sometimes he comes out, and I, and I say this to everyone that I speak to about him. Mm. He single-handedly, if you watch the last game or last few games of Everton last year when they were really struggling and like on that brink of relegation, that man single-handedly pulled them out of that hole. 100%. Multiple times. Everton, every Everton fan out there owes their life to him for keeping them up last season because they were shambles and he fucking put in work. So hats off to Jordan Pickford. Mm-hmm. Gets a lot of stick, but fuck, he did well last year. Really well. Oh, God. Anyway, I had him as three for distribution. Not bad with his feet, but not mm. the best. Definitely not a too far above average. Yeah. And his shot stopping, I think he's fairly good at shot stopping. I, I'd call him an elite shot stopper in the Premier League. He's a four for me. Yep. I, I think so. I think his distribution is a little bit better. I think he's sitting at about a four. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely a four on shot stopping. Yep. Maybe a four or five. I don't think he's that good. Oh, it's up to you, four and a quarter. No, there's no quarters. <laughs> nah, I'd leave him at a four. Wild card. He's my wild four. card. Right, four and four. Yeah. So All right. uh, next, burnt. But is it burnt? Burnt. 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 I don't know. I, Fulham. Let's let's get through these. I don't really watch these boys. Yeah, I've honestly, got him two for distribution. Yep. Three for shots off. Spot on. So do yep. I. Uh, Ariel, I mean, most most. Premier League goalkeepers will be within that sort of range. Yeah. I don't think there's many that you can give much less than a two. Yeah. So, anyway, continue. Ariola from, from West Ham. I've, I've got, got him three and three. Yeah, I've got him three and three He's as well. He's not bad. He's definitely a, not the best, but serviceable for a team like West Ham. I mm-hmm. think he suits that sort of – if you put him into a team that's vying for top six or something, I don't think he's good enough. Mm-hmm. But for that mid to upper table, I think he's a good fit. Yeah. I think so too. Where's Fodderingham from Sheffield United? Faced the most shots in the league, made the most saves. Um, I've watched a few games with him. Seems to be pretty solid in mm. terms of his goalkeeping ability, saving ability. I've given him a three for a shot stopping. He has to be decent to make to as many saves many, as, he, yep. as he has. Yep. Um, hasn't really had much to do with his feet, obviously. Um, so I've given him a two in that. I'm in agreement, mate. I'm we, there. Yep. On the board. Now, got next? distribution from Mr. Trafford from Burnley. Young fella. Young fella. I I very highly rate him. He's in a team that is fucking horseshit, and he's pumping out some, some touches. Yeah, what do we – we got, had some stats here. He's got 1,214 touches. Next now, highest was 900 and something, was it? Uh, nine seventy eight as, as a keeper? From Vicario, yep. I've got him with distribution. 
Well, he's, he's integral to the way that Burnley played last year mm-hmm. in the championship, mm-hmm. playing out for them back, mm-hmm. which is what they've tried to do this year. They haven't been able to do it as well as they want to, obviously. There's so much more pressure in yep. the Prem. So, and obviously yeah. there's there's more of that yeah. you know, high-octane press from yeah. the front, so yeah. more likely to turn the ball over and concede goals. So I've got his distribution down as 1,200. <laughs> he is One for each touch. <laughs> he is the GOAT. I've got him as a three for, yeah. for that regard, uh, I think. I also have him as a three. Yep. And also three for shot stopping. Yeah, he's, he's saved. Like he's up there with times. saves. So he can actually save a ball. Yep. I've watched him a few times and he, he saves everything that you expect should. him to get. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're going below that three, that good, back to an average, you're not saving everything yeah. that you are expected to save. So next... Next, we've got Kaminsky from Luton Town. I think it was supposed to be Shea, but maybe Shea got injured early in the season mm. or something. Yeah. Um, so we've got Kaminsky there. I mean, he obviously doesn't play much of the ball. One and two for me. I've I've got him two and two. two and I two. haven't. I don't think I've given anyone a one apart from one person. <laughs> um, but I've got him two and two. He's obviously had to make a lot of saves yep. being from Luton, uh, but obviously haven't, hasn't had much to do with his feet as well. So I've got two and two. He's an average yep. on, on both for me. Yep. Uh, Neto from AFC Bournemouth, the Ches Dogs. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Uh, I've got, got him two for distribution, three for shot stopping. He's, he's definitely saving well because their goal difference isn't horrible for mm-hmm. the year. Um, so what are they? Him, they're negative nine. Yeah. I've got him two and two. Yeah. I I've, think Bournemouth have been scoring a fair few goals. I've got him two and three because he's stopping shots. Yep. So two and three for me. I've got him at five. Fair enough. And they don't really play out from the back mm, as well. No. They're, they're sort of hoofed up to Slanky and Pretty much. get the others playing off him and then Slanky Pretty sort of much. late run into the box, things like that. Yeah. Um, Jose Sarr from Wolves. Now, if this was two seasons ago when they had a really good season, I probably would have put his shot stopping at a four. Yeah, right. He was very solid that year, very good. This year, I've got him as a three. I still think he's good. I don't think he's elite in that area. I've um, got him at average. Yeah, he's he's two and two for me. Wolves like to try and play a little bit. Is where his touches are. Uh, Oh, he's actually down the pecking mm. list. I thought he had a bit more than that. No, nah, he doesn't get much of it. They do play out a bit, but he doesn't when really... He, when he does it, he does it all right. Yeah, he doesn't so, really do too much with, with the ball. Yeah. Um, most of his efforts uh, to help the team are when yeah, the ball's coming at him. So Dos, dos for me. I've got him at five across the board there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this one's going to be interesting because you actually... We had a little bit of a chat before we went... Uh, before we come on to this bit, mm. and you've made me second-guess myself. I did have this fella at two for distribution and three for shot-stopping. But you made me think back to all the times I've seen him pass the ball directly to an opponent and concede a goal straight after it. Thank you. So, so not only here's the only not distribute. Person, <laughs> here's the only person I've given a one on this whole list. <laughs> And is Robert Sanchez from Chelsea. What have you given him, son? 
One for distribution, for that reason I just said. One for <laughs> shop stopping, because how many games have they won at Stanford Bridge this year? Two? I don't know. Fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck off, He has won him some points off his own back. Plastic, to mate. To be honest. So I've, I've given him a 2.5 for his shot stopping ability. You know what? I'll give him a 1.5. Oh! I'll give him a 1.5 just to give him a little bit of credit. Because he has, you're right, he saved him a few I remember Emery mentioning it a few times. He goes, we would have lost that game if we didn't have Sanchez in goal. So maybe he is a two. Well, guess what? He's averaged out to a two. He's a two. If I've got 2.5 and you've got 1.5. Thank you. Two. He's a two. All right. So Sanchez, fucking shit. Pope. Into, into a couple more um, high-profile ones. Nick Pope. Big dog. Injured. Three and three for me. I've got him as a shot stopper. Mm-hmm. As one of the better or best in the business in the Premier League, I've got him as a four. But for his distribution, he doesn't really get called upon that often. I've got him as a two. I think I've fucked up there yet. I agree. Sorry. Pope is, yeah, distribution very, yeah. And he can do it, but he can do it, but it's not, yeah, it's not consistent. Um, Definitely a two for distribution. And I agree. He saved some fucking. Blinders You've seen the year. difference too since he'd been injured. I yep. said that to um, one of our friends that does go for Newcastle. Uh, as soon as he was out, I went, that's going to be an issue because mm-hmm. he has bailed you out a few times yep. where, you know, a, a good keeper wouldn't have got you out of that hole, whereas he has. So, yep, I've got him two and four. You've got him two and four there. So he's got six points. Yep. David Raya. 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 Raya, Raya, whichever one from Arsenal. The one that's ousted Aaron Ramsdale mm. after having a pretty good season, to be mm. honest, last year. Yep. Uh, I think his distribution, and it's the reason that Arteta's got him in, I've given him four. Yeah, I agree. He's very good I've got, it, I've got him there for four. For all his, you know, he does have some issues in terms of commanding his area, things like that. Shot stopping, he's solid. I think he's a good shot stopper. Uh you know, save percentages, how many saves he makes in terms of how many shots he coming at him as well. I think he makes mistakes. I've got him as a three in that. I agree. I think he makes mistakes that outside of shot stopping and distribution would pull his ranking down. But 100%. in terms of our criteria here, I've got him as four and three. What do you got? I've also got him as four and three. Four and Very three. Arsenal's up there. They had a really good start to the season, so he's obviously not shit. Um, but yeah, I'd probably still pick Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Dean Henderson at mm-hmm. Crystal Palace, who obviously hasn't played a lot this season uh, as he's been injured for the first bit. So they did have Sam Johnston. At yeah, the right. start of the season. And Henderson has come back and obviously moved back into the number one role. Yep. Who he used to play at United. Yeah. I think he was good enough to be a serviceable goalkeeper at United. There was a few times where I said, look, just plug him in, move to on, and then you can go and get someone Work else. On it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that didn't, didn't pan out. But honestly, I've seen enough of him. In a United shirt to put him as a three as a shot stopper. Yeah, he's he's good. He's definitely not average. He's like he he did a really good job for Sheffield United a few years ago when they finished uh, was eighth or seventh yeah. or something. I think um, so. He did a really good job there. 
has been decent for them this season and he's decent with the ball at his feet. I wouldn't say he's average, so I've given him a three and three. What Friends, have you got? I agree. I've seen him save some absolute popping shots and I've mm. seen his distribution is very good. So, oh, well, it's good. It's doable. Yeah. It's keeping Palace. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it up with Raya or. Nah. Yeah. So I think three is fair. Flecken. <laughs> oh, what a flecken, flecken. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know too much about this guy, but was he that? I mean, he was obviously the second option to Raya. Yep. I don't know. One and two. Next one. I've got him two and two just because, you know. <laughs> One's if, a bit you, if you're not a standout, if you're not like popping out, then obviously you're not good. So we've got two, two and two. Steel, Brighton, really haven't watched much. They're conceding a lot. Two and two. Maybe if you're lucky, three and two. Yeah, I've got Steele at Brighton because they do rely on the goalkeeper as as part of that cog. I'll change that build to up. three and I've two. I've got three and two. Yeah, They've I been agree. sitting a lot of goals. They've only had one clean sheet for the whole season, which is obviously a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as a Brighton goalkeeper, you've got to be able to move the ball with your feet, which is why it really surprised me that Sanchez has regressed since moving from Brighton. So you've got three and two. Three and two. Yeah. And last but not least, Turner from Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? I've got him as two at shot stopping because they've been conceding a lot of goals. Yeah, two and two. I don't see much distribution from them. I think it's very much a kick it up long, hope for the best. Yeah, I agree. So both on four for that as well. Yeah. So we'll tally these up. We'll get a little bit of a, uh, uh, I guess, table mm-hmm. on, on socials. Make sure you... Flick it through to us what you think, what your thoughts are, who your best goalkeepers are in the in the Premier League. If you think we're wrong about any of those, let us know, especially if Andy's wrong because I know he is, um, especially with uh, every single one of them. He supports a fucking United <laughs> and he's telling me I'm wrong. So, anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening this week. Glad to be back in the studio. It's been fun. Um, I've enjoyed it. I've been itching to get back in here and blurt out all of this information, whether you want to listen to it or not. Been chewing off Maddie's ear, my (laughs) girlfriend's ear, every Tuesday night. Hey, you watch the footy? Sick. She's just like, yep. No, I want to go to bed. (laughs) Fuck off, Andrew. Can we watch True Blood, please? No worries, guys. We'll be. Uh, oh, we didn't do any predictions. We didn't do any oh, predictions. Oh, no. It's, I think it's another week away for Premier League. 22nd, yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it. We'll oh, leave it for Actually, no, it's a, split, it's a split match day again. Yeah. So, so when does it start? The first one's this Saturday, and then the last game of the match day is the 23rd. So it's a 10 day match, match week, match fucking fuck Right, So they play this week. They play this week, but. The last game for that round is, is next, the next week. week. Okay, so we've got to go through it. We'll do we'll do the first four. Nah, first, first five games. Suck. Let's just fucking power through. Oh, it. we'll do all. Sorry, guys. You've convinced me. We're fucking. We're fucking. We were going to wind it up, but Andy's convinced me. I'm not still to. drunk off the eggnog. Let's go. <laughs> Burnley, Luton, Luton at one nil. Burnley it's at Burnley. Um, ooh, Luton one nil. Yeah, I like that. Luton one nil. Next. Chelsea Fulham at Bridge. Fulham 2-0. Sorry, 2-1. Fulham 1-0. Ooh. Next. 
Newcastle City at Newcastle. Manchester City, 2-0. They're not missing anyone, are they? I think Kevin De Bruyne is probably going to play that game. Yep. I reckon 2-1 to City. Everton-Villa. This actually be a good game, I reckon. Is that at Goodison? It is at the good... It is at the good bin. Everton have been a bit shaky over the last couple of weeks after having a really good run since the points debacle. I'm going to say 2-1 Everton. Ooh, at Goody Park. Villa haven't been that great away from home. I'm going to go one all <laughs> At home, they've been very, very good. I don't see Everton <clears throat> scoring past Martinez. Ooh. They'll, they'll get one, but they won't get up on him. Fair. I reckon it'll end one all. Uh, United Tottenham at Old Trafford. Old Trafford. Uh, I think United get up here. We're supposed to have, I think this is next week as well, not this weekend. No, yeah? this is Monday. This Monday weekend coming. coming. Okay. Yeah. I believe you will have Sandro Martinez and Casemiro in the squad for that game. Mm. There's two very, very big ins. I don't think they'll start, obviously, coming off injuries. Yeah. Um, but I think if, yeah, we, we're hitting that point of the season where getting injuries back is going to be very, very good for us. Yeah. Especially only having FA Cup and Premier League. So Two all for me. I'm going to take 2-1 United. Arsenal, Crystal Palace at uh, Arsenal. Arsenal, 2-0. Yeah, I've got 2 nil as well. They've got to start scoring goals at yeah. some point. Brentford, Forest at Brentford. 1-0. No. Mm-hmm. Wait, what date is it? Sunday, the 21st of January. They're going to have Ivan Tony back. And Forest will be out without five or six players. Brentford. Brentford. 3 nil. I'm going to say 2 nil. I like how that changed it from 1-1 one, one to 3-0. Yeah, no. uh, Sheffield United, West Ham at Sheffield. West Ham. 2-0. i say 2-1. 3-1. Jared Bowen on the score sheet again. <laughs> Bournemouth, Liverpool at Bournemouth. Oh. Solanke. Come in with a hat trick. Oh, mate. You imagine roll. he goes, fuck you dogs for getting rid of me. <laughs> I reckon it'll be 3-1. At Liverpool. Ooh, I'm going to take. This is going to be a draw. Mm. No Salah, actually. I'm going to take two all. Two all? Two all. Brighton Wolves at Brighton. Wolves. Wolves. One nil to Wolves. Three two. Ooh, goals. Yeah. Goals. Both of those teams like to... Get out defences. Interesting. Interesting. Is that last one? That's the last one. That's All match, right. That's match day twenty one. Thanks. Split fuck. We, we've run weeks. about forty minutes overtime because we ever had to do everything twice and had technical issues. So yeah, fuck yeah. Good riddance. Don't want to hear from anyone until next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Please message us. <laughs> <laughs> Please send us love. Enjoy your weekends. Stay safe, everyone. Gamble responsibly. And Harley's. And we're not sponsored yet, so we can't say anything. Goodbye. Love you all. Mwah. (laughs) (laughs) Got him.